1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. This is morning binge town. We are waking up at the crack ass of dawn to get this episode out to you. We might only have a little bit of time here and not going like 50 to an hour like we usually do. So this will be quick and dirty. It's just me and Alex. Uh, we're heading out of state <laughs> in, in a few hours. So <laughs> this is the trader season two, episode six: backstab and betrayal. And Al. There is no honor amongst thieves, baby. This was, um, I would say this isn't as, what's the word I'm thinking of? This isn't as much of a hitter as an episode. It was still great, but I think this episode, we kind of knew what was going to happen. We knew they were going after Dan. We knew Parvati was going to be a big target as well. What did you think of the episode in general? I
0: mean, I think we both looked at each other and we're like, not a lot's happened so far. Like it was all kind of, filler to advance this round table plot right like Mm -hmm. i think even what we saw from dan and parvati talking to pete whatever editing was done was like that's it like that's all you're saying to save yourselves like i think i think that was kind of the theme of the episode like that's it that's what you're going with and like yeah there were no real surprises, I suppose. I mean, until the end, and we'll get to that. But again, still not even really a surprise because it's part of the show formula. So yeah, again, uh, is anything ever going to top the funeral episode ever again? I don't know. <laughs> but um kind of feels like maybe this one was a slower burn.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. The intrigue in this episode all happens at the round table and beyond. So there's much to discuss there. But in general, I think we open with the Bergie attempt being thrown out right away like alan alan isn't even pretending that we're wondering if bergy got the kill or not he's treating it like you all know he took a shot at bergy and he's dumb as rocks right so my (laughs) my issue this episode was exactly what you just said was all these awkward conversations we're seeing and especially as a parvati stan it's like if parvati's name has been thrown out all season and we're on episode six how do we not know that We've heard whispers through like Janelle on Twitter and stuff that oh I threw Parvati's name out that got cut out etc. I'm wondering one why they're doing that and two it's just making these awkward conversations between like oh my God Alex you called Peter the mob boss or the mafia boss or whatever like ha- like him having to like go sit Ugh. on with Dan and one on one with Parvati and be like tell me your case man I'm like ew dude I hate it's- you it's like making me
0: quickly unroot for the faithfuls just because i as i said to you last night while watching i have a deep ick for like the male mafia figure on these shows you see it on survivor yeah Yeah. you see like the alpha male bullshit on the challenge i'm sure big brother has it the world has it i live it every day at work but like i just (laughs) think you didn't do this alone Pete. right it's a team thing but all of a sudden you're this like fucking kiss the ring figure and it's just icky me and then not letting women speak or finish speaking at round table like you and kevin yeah. can get in line to get the fuck out of the door in my opinion i don't like yeah. that's not fun tv it's just too close to reality and it's just kind of a snooze and deep ick as i said
1: Yeah. What are your thoughts when we're going through the episode and everyone's like, Parvati, yeah, Parvati is a traitor for sure. Dan, yes, him too. It's like, are they? I didn't know that you knew that.
0: I, I guess it's like making me question the editing of this season, right? Because it's, I mean, go back to Phaedra, was that episode four? When they like had it out in the turret and she's like, no one fucking likes you. And it's like, I don't think that was just a schoolyard dig. I feel like people had always had their eye on Parvati, but none of the stuff we were seeing on TV is showing that, which is weird. I just feel like it's a weird, weird edit that leaves us confused and feeling like they're playing a shitty game. When I, we know Dan is right, but yeah, Parvati, it's like I don't actually feel like I've seen enough of her game to know if it's actually good or not. I, we just stand her, but I, I can't say that I know how she's playing this because any edit she's getting where she's kind of like trying to defend herself is like, is weak. but then everything else we've never seen people be like Parvati because of XYZ, like, you know, even Sandra in last night's episode being like, you know, like kind of being like Parvati sort on my radar. I'm like, that was kind of shocking because I thought she would have it out for poverty if Parvati was on her radar based on, you know, the hype clips for the season and then episode one when they first like are face to face again. So it's just a weird, hard to read thing, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, for television's sake, if Parvati is on Sandra's radar and it's been spoken by Sandra, that needs to be in the edit because people will die for that. People will die for the Parvati-Sandra feud of it all. We want to see that if there are remnants of it. I know and there's been interviews in the past few weeks that they've squashed it, and I'm glad. Like, queens loving queens. Let's let's Mm. stick with that. But for television's sake, Sandra isn't getting much strategy talk. There was that episode four had the gamer... Versus housewife thing, and Sandra was a part of that. But other than that, she's chilling. She's kind of like a CT to me. Like she's getting they're obviously playing the game. They want to win, but they're getting the goofy edit where it's like (laughs) they all be like
0: do 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 like the bird calls. It's kind of weird. I don't know. And speaking
1: of CT, like I can't believe he got off the hook so easy. Like if Peter dropped the hint to CT last episode, meaning on day five, Mm. he obviously had some suspicions on him. And then today he's like, nah, CT's good. <laughs>
0: like, I think it was just, his reaction in the room. Yeah. I, that You know what I mean? It's like the way I feel like they like talk about how traders can play the game is traders play almost too conservative a game. They, oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm still thinking the fucking Dan of it all. Yeah. Whereas someone like a CT is going to brazenly say, like, well, why would you tell me that? Like, what's going on? And that's like kind of where poverty needs to dig in more, I think. If you're mm-hmm. so on the radar, you push back not in like a way where you feel like you're scared or projecting but like like a bit of a defensive faithful but not too defensive I don't know it's a hard balance to strike but that's the only yeah. thing that came to mind is his reaction probably clocked as more genuine whereas Dan was like ur, ur. like he that oh my was, god please sir and I feel like
1: Parvati was probably less surprised because she tried to tell him not to do it but yeah I thought for sure that they were going to go for Parvati this episode at the round table By the way, the episode was making it, it because like almost it's like one of those things where it's like, well, we know Dan's a traitor. So, like, keep him around. We'll get him next time. But like, let's take our shot at Parvati or something like that. Like, I thought for sure they were doing that. Right. But yeah, Dan looked so stupid.
0: Dan looked stupid. But in the spirit of what I just said about kind of like having some sort of faithful defensive reaction, he was like, well, a traitor would try to kill him to bounce it off because then you would think it's me that's your plan right like I, yeah. I think like there's more room to sow doubt towards peter than they were doing you know what i mean or towards that group like why are they running shit all of a sudden and a lot of faithfuls are like left out of it as you see at the end it gets really clicky and mm-hmm. i think that start will start to rub people the wrong way for sure i hate that click yeah the worst oh my uh, god Burgie's fine. Yeah,
1: Burgie's fine, but but not really, honestly. He's Bergy's pissing me getting off getting on now. my nerves too. It's, um... Trishel of it all. Okay, so the crew is Kevin, gag. John, boring. Burgie was fine, but now that he's in this group, and I actually, like, Trishel, I'm still holding a grudge because of Peppermint, but Trishel was being fine the rest of the season, TV-wise. Like, she was at least, like, she can play the game a little bit and she's like, she's mostly staying off the radar, honestly, but Peter's the worst, but these five, it's like together, they are the worst five of all time. And this is the Parvity <laughs> I know when Parvati flies in and is like calling them out, that is the game that I know my girl can play, yeah. you know, calling people out, be bold, be brazen, like get in there and stick up for yourself I just think she got painted into a corner because she aligned with Dan and Dan was the biggest sketch bag in the game.
0: Yeah. And I, it's really weird that she chose to align so tightly with him. I know you're traitors. But again, last season, you wouldn't even know that those traitors ever even knew each other. They didn't exactly. even interact as perceived faithfuls or whatever. And I think that's smarter of a game to play. I get the idea of like keeping here enemies close and maybe you're like trading your comrades closer because they're obviously even more of a threat in the end but I, it was a weird person to align yourself with and yeah. and I, I think it's part of maybe what painted this picture right if people always felt like those two would be prime picks and then they're like striking a friendship and if Harvey doesn't have other allies like Phaedra tries to say it's, it's not the best strategy from our
1: girl often yeah Love her, though. We get her for at least one more (laughs) episode. So Um, Mm -hmm. I wanted to quick talk to you about a problem I have with this game. There are many within the like structure of the game. But the last two people who walk into breakfast are always either the one that's murdered or who is going to be murdered. You know what I mean? Like, that's a flaw because I would catch on to that, that the last person who walked in was someone who was, Maybe gonna get murdered too. Like if you've ever seen a season of the traitors, mm. if you're the last person to walk in and you're not a trader, sometimes they'll throw in like Parvati and MJ. Oh, MJ- you had
0: that person would be like, Oh, I was on the fucking list. Okay, exactly. I get what you're saying now. Yeah. Yes.
1: Like you would never save a trader for last. Like the-, the show wouldn't, which they should. They should th- they should have thrown Burgie in the middle. Let they should have had him first and everyone walk in and be like, er. Like, uh-huh. let Dan and Parv have a reaction with less people and make it so they can't hide with the chaos of all 12 people screaming, "Bergie, Bergie, Bergalicious, whatever. They need to mix up the game a little bit. Just a little issue I I have because it's every episode. And it was last season and it is this season. You could catch on to that. I And to me, like, this game is a little more, way more manufactured than something like Survivor, which is... I don't feel like that's meddled with at all. This feels meddled with. So, like, it's okay. I feel like yeah. they have to probably reshoot scenes and, like, it's more like a scripty they thing. They shoot and- reaction scenes. They probably have a whole few hours blocked out of,
0: like, fucking reactions. Like, the when Talking heads. In The first... No, the first few episodes where like... They're all going to bed, and oh, it's like yeah, they're wistfully glancing in the castle. They don't even sleep in. So yeah, and and I I started the paper magazine Parvati interview last night, which I you know we don't have a lot of time today, but let's give a moment for that cultural moment. moment G- give a girl. few
1: moments, actually.
0: Ooh, let's take a moment. But she said something like, "This show excited her because it's like part like theater, part like a game, part." So I I think maybe. People go in knowing, like, you're playing a character more than anything, yeah. right? And it's time for your reality character, as it were, to shine, despite what Housewives say about not being actors or whatever. But yeah. I think that's kind of, the show is more manufactured. And if we want to even briefly touch on the challenge in the spirit, again, of weird holes in the game or things I don't love and we, we don't love is what the fuck was that challenge at the end? There's no way those balls were, they were actually like, none of it was real. (laughs) Please. (laughs) And why can't you just do something a little more simple? That's fucking real. Like archery or some bullshit like survivor does like, or the challenge. Like it's just so goofy.
1: It really is. That challenge was ridiculous. And the only part that was like funny was when they were all like falling in the water and Phaedra's like, I'm scared. <laughs> <Sandra> <laughs> holding on the CT.
0: She's, Phaedra got her moment. I wish there was more clips of like her clutching CT. It's her dream come true. So I, I I'm happy for her in this episode, at least at that point.
1: <laughs> yeah. I Sh- gets the shield. She's not even on the radar, man. She's that like the was most so faithful, faithful as well. <laughs> she doesn't know what's happening. She's like, Bergy walked in. Everyone's all confused. And I was like, what? Why? What's
0: going on? I go, she still doesn't understand the game, girl. (laughs)
1: And the other thing about the challenge was the fact that soon as we saw that it was like a carrying something up that big hill, I knew Kate was going to have something to say about it because the obviously the most <laughs> iconic moment of last season, one of them anyway, was when she was throwing away the money. Um, and so I thought of it immediately. And then when she was like, I swear, it's like Alan's making me redo this challenge. I'm like, there it is. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> that was so good. It's like, yeah, bitch, you're going to suffer. Yeah, <laughs> I love this it. life. And she gets so, good TV. Yeah, I would say not much impact this episode from Kate. We're, we're not seeing a change in the game. They'd honestly just added one more faithful. And Breakfast in the talking head, she's like, these people are looking at me like I have.
0: I have it figured out. I just got here. I don't even know people's names, which made me laugh. Like they think like because she's done this, she's going to have some kind of wisdom. And she's like, bitch. I do not. I don't even know your name. So um, we'll see. I, I do think that that kind of gives her maybe a stronger voice at the round table and it's not being effectively shown in editing. But like, if I don't know, if somebody's come and seen how these things have gone down like 10 X times that you have, like, yeah, maybe you kind of look to them to see. But I still think it would have been best if she was a trader because then, you know,
1: <laughs> if they weren't going to recruit Peter, Kate would have been a great trader to recruit. I agree because she's pretty, I feel she's pretty unsuspecting. They added her before they ever got a trader out, meaning she's definitely getting added as a faithful. They weren't going to just have four traders. That's crazy. Yeah. I know. Well, it's, you know, I know, not to
0: jump all the way to the end, but it's like giving them another recruit already. I don't know. It's like, how do you unstack the deck against mm-hmm. the faithfuls? It's like, it's kind of fucking crazy to me.
1: Yeah. I don't have much to add. I think we've we've talked through this. I I agree. It's crazy that they add, especially at this hour, because because there's only episode seven, eight, nine, ten, four well, episodes left, three traders left. Last season, they didn't get Casey out
0: until episode seven, and then they still added the new Cody. Art. Cody, I keep calling him Casey. Cody, they didn't get Cody out until episode seven. So this team's a little farther ahead and they definitely have more leads. And after the round table, Dan's uh, opus flop, as, as it were, like they're on to Phaedra too. So I think, I don't know. At least Trishelle is.
1: Be- I don't really think anyone but Trishelle is.
0: Right. And I think her little posse might listen to her, but it's also all men. So we'll see how far that gets them. But um, apologies to men who are listening as well. I'm not always this mad. It's just early in the morning and Pilot <laughs> Pete really pissed me off. So
1: <laughs> let's uh, so let's get to the round table, right? We'll talk through Dan's strategy and <laughs> I think he flopped. Um, I think he should have gone for Parvati. I don't want him to go to, for Parvati and double down. But Phaedra was so left field. Like he said, everyone likes her. She's a lawyer. You're really just going to come at her with this like bad evidence and expect to win out. That's crazy. You, you take who already has suspicion on them and you double down on them you don't just start fresh at the round table where you only have a few minutes to talk and then vote i sort of disagree only in that
0: i think some of his case was there and i think that's the whole thing right you have to try to look at the unsuspecting people or else they'll win like sari right you have to sort of look at those people but he didn't have the credibility to do that whole thing that's the thing to me and if he turned on parvati i think it would have just been equally as evident that it's those two in the turret at minimum and now they're turning on each other like it's kind of and as kind of happens after the round table and parvati's sort of doing damage control and pete's having none of it but i think like I don't know what Dan could have done. I don't think he could have done anything right. So he shot his shot in a way that was at true. least a, a bit interesting, if not still a flop. But I think if he turned on Parvati, it would have been a little too obvious. And then also really given her an even more disadvantage going into next episode than she's already at.
1: Yeah, that's true. But he also, like, by throwing Phaedra under, he said, and Trishael's. Oh, yeah. like she, no, don't like get me she wrong. Saw it. She was like, Dan's handing us another traitor by throwing Phaedra under the bus, I think. Like, she must be the other traitor. And I I was shocked. I was like, wow, Trichelle, that's actually really smart. I don't know that <laughs> Dan... Like, don't you think Dan and Parvati and Phaedra would want the traitors to win, even if they get voted out? You know what I mean? Like, is Dan now voted like, rooting against the traitors because he got voted out? I don't know about against... But I think this is
0: an individual game at the end of the day, right? Like, I think unless you're the faithful, because there are going to be theoretically a good number of you splitting the money no matter what, unless I'm, you know, not thinking it through and I'm not thinking it through entirely. <laughs> I think you just don't care. Like when his back's against the wall, as he kept saying, like, he'll do whatever. And how Janelle put him was like, he'll backstab everyone.
1: OK, huh. sorry, I was <laughs> counting. Um... It's like, Oh, my God, what's going on? Sorry, I was counting faithfuls and traders. So there is ten faithfuls, but and two traders now that Dan's gone, but now there's nine faithfuls and three traders, depending oh, on if Peter maybe. says yes or, or not. Um so yeah, we ha- I don't know, we gotta banish people so you can, can get rid of six some... more. Yeah, people, that makes sense. that makes sense. Just like a handful, like up to like five people in the finale that you can start like voting off and right. So I guess to my point, it's
0: it behooves you to be a team player as a faithful, obviously, like power and numbers as a traitor. It's more of a balancing act of like keeping your comrades around as your shield, kind of like Sari did until the very end. It was like, you yeah. know, so I guess if you're on your way out, you don't care about torching the whole fucking thing as Dan yeah. sort of did.
1: I mean, Suri was lucky because Cody and Christian both shot themselves in the foot. Christian did that <laughs> yeah. crazy thing about being like, I was asked to be recruited to be a traitor, and I said, no, The like, <laughs> dog, what? And then Cody, I forget Cody's offense, but he definitely like fucked it something up. Like he, he was trying to play something kind of like Dan did, and it didn't work. Like mm-hmm. it just like proved mm-hmm. he was a traitor, basically. Um, okay, so let's get to. Uh, Dan's explanation so he goes I've got one question for everyone and again it's gotta be the editing to making this more dramatic and stupid but he's like I've been collecting information I've got one question which then he asks like five questions in a row he's like (laughs) who hasn't had their name written down which narrows it down to Bergie Sharae Phaedra Sandra Parvati that's where he starts, okay? Who Who's had a weird vote? And he goes through everyone, and he knocks out everyone but Parvati and Phaedra. And then he lands on Phaedra with the Ekansu vote, even though the mm-hmm. Parvati-Kevin vote was not explained away. He's like, Parvati votes for Kevin. That's explained away. Well, was maybe it, again, maybe it was. And we never yeah, saw true. That's the story of the traitors. <laughs> and then the last thing is the breakfast reaction. And we were dying and waiting for him to say boiled eggs. But Bold he did she um,
0: didn't.
1: But he his arguments are so weak. The Marcus murder the t- Tamara murder. We clocked as a little weird. But the Marcus murder was so early. It's like Larsa was her friend and she but hugged yeah. her. Yes,
0: she hugged her.
1: Yeah, no, if you're going to clock
0: anything, how about how she could not even express an emotion about Tamara being gone, right? Like, I thought the Ekansu thing was a good pin, to be honest, because that was Phaedra's fear in that happening. She's like, well, I voted for her last night. This doesn't look good for me. But none of the Faithfuls, like, clocked that until this moment now. But he didn't see it through. And again, did not have the legs, not even a singular leg, I would say, to stand on, to have people be convinced. Kate immediately was like, get fucking real, brother, Like immediately called
1: bullshit. Pedro's like, I do too much because you do too little, baby. I wrote that down too.
0: And like, it means a lot, like, right? People don't know, but she's like, you've been doing too little and that's why you're sitting in the hot seat. So get the fuck out of my face.
1: Yeah, and she's like, and now you're doing way too much, way too much.
0: (laughs) You're going to regret this. He's like, she shredded me at the round table. I'm like, you know, the Bravo girlies are going to eat that that up this episode i think or at least that part of it
1: and her final piece of real evidence was like burger burger bergy got murdered because he went after you and you thought he he was safe to go after and he wasn't like that's like the number one piece of evidence against you she wasn't aware she was getting attacked by dan and she had such great rebuttals both sassy she's a lawyer baby like if there was a mastermind it sure wouldn't be a dolled up housewife and then like actual facts she's like Bergie got murdered well here's the thing i clocked the dolled up
0: housewife comment and i think i would clock that as a faithful as like a bit heavy-handed like you're trying to deflect with that persona right like you're kind of i don't know Uh, yeah does a housewife really say that about a housewife it just doesn't really track with her like previous like we're real we're not actors baby you don't mess with us and then it's like who me i could never it's like girl there's nothing you can't do if i've seen from like three clips on twitter like you i don't know about that so i I would personally clock that as like "Mm, that's not something a housewife would really say in earnest unless they're really trying to throw the scent so that was just one yeah, thing that true. I thought was shaky from her. But again, on her on her back legs, it caught unaware. She did great and roasted his ass flame. Yeah. Time.
1: I, we were, like, screaming during this part. This might not have been, like, the best of the episodes. It was still a good episode. Like, a dull, quote-unquote, episode in this season is a banger for last season. So yes. everything is really a step up. And it's been so good that I'm enjoying each episode more and more just because I'm, like, fucking craving an episode all week long. And it's, like, such a little treat to get it yeah. Thursday. The round Thursday, round Tuesday, table. yeah, mm-hmm. is the best part. Yeah. Yeah, so we already kind of talked about it, but Peter not letting Parv say what she needs to say at the roundtable and have her piece is so fucking annoying. I hate it seeing Peter being hailed as like this hero after like when like he's just like martyr, man. He like threw himself under the bus to, to get a traitor. Like he put himself out there like when Dan's like, I'm a traitor. Everyone's jumping up and down, and Peter just like the small smile, being like, mm. I did that. And everyone's hugging him and fist bumping him and shaking his hand. I'm like, Stop it. <laughs> it was a good mm-hmm. move, but something about the way he's reacting. And it's I don't, me. I hate Dan. I was glad he got voted out. So it's not even like I'm being super biased to the yeah. trader specifically. There's something about Peter that he is acting very mafia boss. Like he's, I don't know that Parvati's going to be successful successful and flipping it on peter to be like you are running the show why aren't you on the hot seat like you're being so much like why are you not a target you know i don't know if she'll be successful but i think that's a good play for her it's almost too
0: late and again her fucking alliance and friendship with dan i feel like it's like crumbled a lot of her credibility but i think again you always gotta be asking these questions in this game. Like for people to think it's so straightforward is how someone like Suri wins. I'll keep saying it. You know what I mean? I think it's like people get caught up in in you not know, like a mob boss making the theories and calling the shots. But then they're just gonna go through another dry streak if that's like the case. Well, it, it, they could get poverty, right, but after that, it it just seems like that's how you could easily like lead yourself down the wrong path. So I wish you could play that defense and it could work. TBD. But well, yeah. I guess not even
1: TBD because
0: he could be your next teammate.
1: Yeah. And I think he has to accept. Like, how do you not accept? And because you're just going to get killed. If you don't accept, you're killed the next week. It is what it is. Like, there's no way Peter makes it to the end without becoming a traitor and not being able to be banished. Right. That's or true. sorry,
0: killed, no, not banished. Yeah. Banished would be a far stretch. But I think. Yeah. What I wrote down, and my biggest fear is I think he could easily win. Like then he's in the Suri seat. He has all these people believing him, that he's their fucking faithful God. And like if he can keep it together with his facial expressions, his stories, I guess it's more of a dangerous position to be in than Suri was because Suri was more of like a mentor, like a soundboard for people. She went with all the votes. He is running the show. So it would be really interesting to see him navigate that successfully. But I do fear that, like, OK, say he, they the traders get on a hot streak and they start getting off faithfuls. I mean, he'll blow the fuck up Parvati and, and Phaedra in the end. Do you know what I mean? Like, he kind of would yeah. have it in the bag as a trader is my fear.
1: Yeah, I'll be interested to see how Peter, what he says and what he does, like, if he's like one of those, like, holier than thou and like. Part of what he says and he decides to stay a faithful, that would be so funny. I also don't remember if last season they either got to seduce a traitor or kill a traitor. I thought they still got to kill one. I thought they did both. A faithful, um, you mean? So, yeah. I thought yeah, they sorry. did both. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I wrote so, that down too. I'm like, what happens when no one's murdered again? What the fuck is the conversation? Especially if he picks it.
1: I mean, there's a lot less of stuff we get in Survivor, like. You know, last, do they have knowledge is power or do they have an immunity? Like people know the precedent of previous seasons. So they're well aware of strategy. We don't hear any of that this season. We don't hear any of people saying, you know, Ari got recruited in the episode seven last (laughs) last season. Like we should hear stuff like that, but we don't. I don't know if that's like being said, but it's cut out. Like if no Mm -hmm. one's killed, they should be aware that someone was recruited. Mm -hmm. just by precedent but we don't hear that on this type of show versus something like survivor we definitely don't i'm sure some people say it i'm sure
0: some people never watched the show a day in their life and just got the call and were like i'll go you know so i think it's probably a mixed bag but someone like a janelle she was still on she'd be like boop boop like doing
1: like the conspiracy board (laughs) and then she'd be out anyways all right well that is most of what i have i think uh My last thing is I never want Phaedra to leave ever. Every single thing she says makes me laugh. Like when she's like, you're on thin ice, baby. You're about to flatline (laughs) like to to Parvati and the turret. Like just all these like death things. And I love that she's like a sneaky mortician. It's so funny. She's got all the one-liners. She's perfect. And I'm just glad that we at least get Parvati for one more episode. Hopefully she can pull it together. I think you said something Recently, where you're like Parv's getting kind of a winner's edit, like they're not putting in all the things that are making people they're not making her look bad, but yeah. like she
0: clearly looks bad to everyone right. since the jump.
1: Exactly. It, was, it
0: I don't even know if it's winner's edit anymore. It's a weird fucking edit. Maybe yeah. It's just the mother edit. And they're like, This girl gets all the air time, but weird air time. We just want to look at her. Don't we all yeah. just want to look at her? But um exactly. Yeah. And you know, I hope Vedra is on till the very last moment because that's the best TV that we're getting. And you know, light it on fire, parvate, parvate. <laughs> she says it different every time. When she's mad, it's parvate.
1: but when yeah, she's happy, it's parvate. <laughs> I love that. It was cracking me up. All right, so that's the episode. It was a quick one. I think that's okay for this for this episode. It wasn't like too mm-hmm. crazy. Especially I feel like previous episodes, it's crazy from start to finish. This one like started at the round table, so. Uh, We're so pumped to come back for episode seven. We'll see if Peter says yes or not. I'm going to guess and put on the board that he says yes. Alex, what's what's your guess? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I don't know how he couldn't, you know. So we have a cool Discord happening. We've got a bunch of people on there that um have been talking about the episode so if you want to hop on to our discord the link is in the bio and we can talk about it all week so we can you know fill the gaping hole that traders leaves that along with twitter my twitter timeline is just like full traders um but yeah bench tv is our main feed where we drop everything we do we have like 500 episodes not all reality tv it's mostly scripted So um, if you're enjoying this, then you can hop over to Bingetown and give it a subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. See what we're up to. But that's all we've got. We are Town TV. And thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.